Welcome to the Anchor Daily. We're reading through the Gospel of Mark and reflecting on Jesus, whose death and resurrection paid the penalty for our sins and achieved victory over death. How many places have you lived in the course of your life? I've lived in a few houses, some apartments. I've lived with family, friends, and strangers. I've lived in places with a shared bathroom and some with a bathroom right off my own room. And the reasons I've moved have been as different as the places I've lived. Have you ever thought about where Jesus lived and who he lived with during his life? Let's explore that today as we read through Mark 2, 1 through 17. Hey, Anchor Daily listeners, I'm Sarah Landon. On a given week at Bethel, you might find me in a room doing Bible study, running tech, or sitting crisscross applesauce with some kids. Today, we're sitting down together in the beginning of the second chapter of Mark, which begins with, And when he returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home. Now, the text is referring to Jesus here, but you might be asking yourself, when did Capernaum become Jesus' home? Wasn't he from Nazareth or Bethlehem or something? Yes, he was. So we know about the story of how Jesus was born in Bethlehem, like the scriptures predicted, but his parents were originally from Nazareth. And now we're talking about Capernaum? Okay, let's imagine a map of Israel in Jesus' time. Its western border is the Mediterranean Sea. Its eastern border is the Jordan River, with the Sea of Galilee up in the north and the Dead Sea down in the south. Galilee is the region around the Sea of Galilee, and it includes Capernaum, which is on that north shore of the sea. Also, Nazareth is in Galilee, which is a little farther down south and about halfway toward the Mediterranean Sea. Okay, so for perspective, Jerusalem and Bethlehem are way down south, closer to the Dead Sea in the region of Judea. Sandwiched between Galilee and Judea is Samaria, by the way. So Jesus begins life in Bethlehem. He's driven out by an angry king to Egypt, but returns to Nazareth when the danger has passed. He remains in Nazareth even until the beginning of his ministry. Luke 4 captures the story of why Jesus isn't camping out at home anymore with his Nazarene peeps. Let's just say that it's not very neighborly to be thrown off a mountain. I'll let you read that one on your own if you're not familiar with the story. I'll skip the joke about it being a real cliffhanger. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Okay, so now Jesus has a home in Capernaum. I'm not really sure who it belongs to or who else might live there with him. These were not details that were provided, but we do learn a little more about the home in this passage. He invited people into his home. There were so many that they were spilling out the doors as he preached. And people were so desperate to be near Jesus that a paralytic was lowered through his roof in order to contact him. We learn a little more at the end of our passage. In verse 15, it says, And as he reclined at table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners were reclining with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. It seems that Jesus' house was a place of welcome for all kinds. He, like his father before him, was no respecter of persons and saw what was inside a person 
not judging by their outside appearance. Among the religious people of the town, he was gaining a reputation, and not necessarily a good one. Because it's true that the people around you can be an influence on you and can demonstrate what kind of a person you are. If you were assessing a new religious leader and found out they were buddies with dealers and scammers, you'd probably ask some questions too. Verse 16 says, And the scribes of the Pharisees, when they saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, said to his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? I think they may have been genuinely confused. Verse 17 continues, And when Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. Jesus did not cast these people off as lost causes. He saw potential. They did not act like him. They probably told offensive jokes. They may have grown up in traumatic circumstances. And Jesus saw they did not know God. Yet. He gave them a chance. He saw their sickness and offered them the remedy. Himself. Now, I don't know your current living situation or what kind of outcasts are in or around your life, but I encourage you to open up your eyes and maybe even your homes, but certainly our church home, to those who simply don't know God yet. Bethel, let's be a body of believers who welcomes, includes, and invites the sick among us to meet the great physician, Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, you found me when I was wandering without you. Help us draw in those who don't yet know you and look past what's on the outside to what you have the chance to do on the inside. Help us to invite the person you've put on our heart that Bethel Church could be a place of welcome and healing. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.